There we go. All right. Nice. Nice backdrop. Nope, oh, you froze. Still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yep. Okay, cool. So, what is new with Anubis? I finished like a, a deep burning. We just uh, uh, we just finished a bunch of songs. Um, unfortunately, I can't give a whole lot of information right now because um, we're kind of like in talks with about it. Um, but uh, yeah, you should um, you should be hearing new stuff from us very very soon. Awesome, awesome. I mean, what I've heard is it's really really good. So, um, what, what really do you appreciate hearing that? No, it it really is. I mean, it stands out. I hear a lot of music um, daily. So certain bands have a tendency to rise up and stick out. So you guys definitely do that. Um, oh, thank you. It's refreshing. That's very kind of no, no, it, it's true. Um, so what are your uh, long-term plans? So, we got you? Yeah, yeah. Hello? You there? Yeah, kind of like fading in and out. Yes. But, um, so what are the long-term bands for the, uh, plans for the band? Uh, uh, I mean, long-term plans, uh, that really depends on, you know, what happens over the next year, six months or, or so, What you know. Um, you know, it depends on if we, you know, get any label interest or anything like that. Um, but one way or the other, uh, the plan is just to keep releasing shit because, you know, that's what, that's what we do. We fucking write a ton of music and we, we get it out as, by whatever means possible. And who does uh, most of the writing? Is it a collective effort or is it certain people in the band? It, it's pretty collective. Um, uh, in the beginning, it was just me, but, it, but now that we have like a more steady lineup, um, pretty much everyone uh, has has written tracks that that are stand out. Um, I usually write all the vocal melodies and lyrics and whatnot, but um, it's it's pretty much as collaborative as I would say it's bands are you know likely to get. At. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, everyone does a ton of writing. Okay, and you guys We've actually that's kind of like one of our. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, do you guys get together and jam it all out, or do you um, like some bands will contact through email and, and um, internet wise? Are you yeah. guys close to each other? It's it's more of a like um, like we write stuff either either we like you know track it on our phone or we'll um, uh, you know make a guitar pro and send it. Um, you know, I've got a pretty. Uh, Decently nice recording setup, so I'm usually able to track demos in their entirety at my house. So um, okay. uh, that's pretty convenient. But um, but no, it's, it's pretty much like an emailing files back and forth kind of thing. Okay. We do we do jam on ideas occasionally, but um, right. yeah, I don't know. Like I like mm -hmm. personally, I feel like I write the best in just a, a sort of creative void. Mm -hmm. um, like I just I just like having an idea and just getting to wrestle with it in my own brain. Um, and does it, it change? Kind of seems like the, other, the guys are the same way. Yeah. When you bring it to the band, does it does it change? Um, growth. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like I mean, well, 
you know, I can definitely say on my part, like I, I will sometimes change uh, something that I'm given just to, to sort of um, make it more singable and make it more like, um, you know, conducive to, to like adding a catchy vocal melody to it. Mm -hmm. um, and then like, when, you know, when we, when we're actually playing a new song for the first time, someone will just come up with an idea on the fly, uh, just, you know, totally, totally just off the cuff and, mm. and that will make it in. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty organic process. Right. Right. There's no, there's no real like parameters or like, you know, rules in terms of like, dial is off limits or like, or like, you know, I'm the main songwriter, so you can, you can write this much, but not anymore. It's, it's pretty much just like every idea that anyone has gets added to the file. Okay. And is there anything that you guys like kind of shy away from as far as writing, um, you know, um, subject matter? Is there anything that's off limits or you just write whatever, whatever is there? Like lyrical? Yeah. Lyric yeah. 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 Um, Long story short, no, um, but I, like, so far I've written all the lyrics, um, that, that's just because, you know, um, I, I just don't think the other guys consider themselves lyricists, like, they've never shown me any ideas or anything like that, they're, as I've said in past interviews before, they're more than welcome to, um, but uh, it, it just happens that I write all the lyrics, and so I'm pr I pretty much limit myself to subjects that I'm interested in. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Um, as, as soon as I become interested in a new subject, that stops being on. Yeah. 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 Um, so what, um, as far as uh, performance and uh, and stage shows, how many how many shows do you you guys do um, yearly? I mean, is it is it a good scene for for where you're at, or is it kind of not? So we, we try to we try to shoot for two shows a month. Yeah. We're not always successful with that, but that is sort of the goal. Um, is it a good scene? Um, I I think so. I, I don't have a whole lot to compare it to because like this is the only scene. I guess I spent some time in the Bay Area scene, but that was a really long time ago. Um, so I don't really have a whole lot to compare it to, but, uh, you know, I mean, there's tons of really, really talented bands here, just like more than I can name. Um, and, you know, there's tons of people going to local shows. Um, you know, obviously they're different people are going to have different experiences of it. So, you know, if, if you don't put an effort into like contributing to the scene, like if you don't go to shows, you're not going to get as many opportunities for shows, but you know, the, the people who are really serious about it are, tend to be rewarded pretty well in, in mm -hmm. here in Los Angeles. Nice, nice. And of course, you know, this is since this is one of the, you know, music capitals of the world, there's also tons of opportunities for like, you know, opening for local bands, you know, opening for, you know, national bands and, mm -hmm. and professional bands. There's tons of opportunities to meet people. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I Overall, like, you know, if I could be anywhere, like, maybe, maybe it would be somewhere in Europe, but um, uh, pretty much as far as the United States and Canada. Yeah, that's the place to be then, yeah. I can't think of any, any other metal scene I'd rather be involved in. Yeah, no, there isn't really much of a metal scene on the East Coast. Um, a couple of spots, but not nothing like, like what you guys probably have out there, um, that's for sure. Um, 
So where, um, what, so let me ask you this, what's the, <laughs> yeah, you there? I'm losing you. Yeah, it kind of comes in, fades in and out, I guess. But okay. um, what's what's the strangest thing that you've ever um, experienced on stage? Uh, God, I always blank when I'm asked to like think of stuff like that. Um, strangest thing I've ever experienced. Um, off the top of my head, it would be forgetting my guitar player's name when I was introducing the entire band. <laughs> sorry, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Uh, God, um, let's put a pin in that. Okay. That's, that's temporarily my answer to that question. All right. uh, but I'm 100% <laughs> sure. Well, I lost you there. All right. Yeah, it's kind of. I had I had someone on on call from. Um, from LA last night, actually, it was a lot of like interference with the um, the internet. So I'm not sure if it's my end or, or not end, but in any event, um, so do you guys ha who handles the social media for the band? Is it one person or is it a collective? I mean, everyone everyone has access to it, but I'm pretty much the only person that does anything with it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and if the rest <laughs> of you guys are watching this, um, uh, yeah, it's pretty much like it's. I would consider it a free for all, but like, you know, I think that social media is something that's very sort of personal to every individual person and everyone takes to it different ways and some people don't like using it at all, yeah. um, which is really unfortunate because it's going to be very, you know, it is very, very important now and it's going to going to stay very important going forward. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, long, short answer is um, right now I pretty much handle all of it. Okay. Yeah. And do you find that that distracts, uh, takes away from the creative aspect? Would you rather just no, be... not at all. No, okay. If anything, if if anything, it contributes to the creative aspect. I mean, like you know, that's social media is pretty much the only way to really grow your audience these days. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, it's it's kind of like not an option in in my in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and if you know, like in the in the nineteen eighties, they had like the feed. The feedback loop was playing shows and getting the one-on-one -on -one personal audience reaction. Uh, nowadays, the feedback loop is, you know, posting things and getting the likes and comments mm -hmm. and shit. And you know, um, I think you have to just learn how to turn that into um, into you know your creative inspiration, your uh, um, you know the, the the attention that you're craving. And, right. Yeah, that's that's not always easy to do that. Um, no, no, it's not. So I, you, I mean, especially you know, especially if you if you really heavily believe in and admire the, the sort of typical rock and roll success stories where where you know you're playing to sold out clubs and a guy you know in a business suit comes up to you and says, "Hey, how would you like a million dollars?" Like, um, you know, if you if you've kind of grown up with that, mm -hmm. uh, the, the idea of doing everything on a computer and like, you know, sitting around emailing pictures back and forth like a bunch of fucking nerds, um, <laughs> that's that's not going to come so easy to you. Yeah. You know, but, but I do think it's worth it to adapt to that. Yeah. Because that's that's going to really, uh, really reward you in the future, if, if not outright be the difference between succeeding and failing. Right, right. So you can reach a lot more people um, instantly, oh, yeah. uh, especially yeah. overseas. 
um, where, where the music is, is much more, um, I wouldn't say more, well, maybe it's popular, but because there is, there are scenes in the States, but as far as metal music goes overseas, it seems to be much more, um, accepted and, uh, yeah. that's where you want to get to, you know, it is where you want to get to. Yeah. yeah. And the, you know, the good, the plus side is that, that, you know, reaching that audience is a lot more feasible now than yeah. it was, you know, in the eighties or nineties or even two thousands. But, um, yeah. Now it's, it's always unfortunate when your home country is sort of not buying into the the art that you've chosen to do. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's uh, uh it's it's the same for a lot of metal musicians. Um, a lot of people that I oh, talk yeah. to, it, it's it, you know the goal is overseas, overseas, and it really kind of it sucks yeah. that you can't become what you want to become in your home area. You know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, you know, Europe has just always been on the cutting edge as far as metal goes. Yeah. You know, just every every noteworthy trend has either originated there or really just, you know, come into full fruition there. Yeah. And I, I don't really understand. I, you know, obviously, I grew up here. I, I, I'm still a fan of Iron Maiden from day one. I always will be. Oh, yeah. But people I know have moved on and they're, they're not that almost not anymore. What are you listening to? Ah, nothing. I mean, it's it's a weird dynamic, you know. You go overseas and and from day one to the end of their life, they're listening to the same metal. You know, it's just metal. It, it's a, right, right. I can't explain. Right. I don't. I don't get I mean, it. I feel like that's kind of like the the typical story of a person's maturity process, right? Like like you know, the stereotype is that you you reach a certain age and you just stop being interested in music. Yeah. And you know you. You know, if you want background and sound, you'll listen to the shit you were listening to in high school. But, like, um, I think that's kind of something that's an area that metal has always been different in, in in the sense that there's never been any age cap Mm, to it. Like, you know, you get people still actively seeking out new bands and new sounds within the genre, like, into their 50s and 60s. I don't, I don't think most, I don't think there's really like a whole demographic of metalheads that have gone on to like their 70s yet. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm sure that's gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, most of the people you're seeing when you go to shows now are going to be, you know, actively listening to metal until they die. Yeah. yeah. I definitely plan to. Yeah. Yeah. I, so do I. So do I. Um, but it's, it's just, it's just weird how people um, don't, you don't get the support locally, yeah. you know. It's, it's, yeah, it's so, just, you know. Just a weird. That's uh, why Europe is the it's the um the promised land. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I've been I've been to um, Sweden Rock. We went there in 2019 to the festival. Nice. Five days. I mean, you've got yeah ZZ Top and Slayer. I mean. Wow. And everyone was accepting. You know, it, it didn't matter. Um, and you don't you wouldn't have that here. You could never do that here. Um, no, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> so it's, a, it's, you could probably do a, a college course on, on why that happens. I don't know. But um, but in any event. <laughs> yeah, um, there's lots of, like, yeah, like, like you said, you can teach a college course on it. I, I can definitely talk for hours about why that is. Yeah, it's just um, uh, a mystery. But anyway, um, so you guys are, um, I mean, actively pursuing, um, 
more exposure, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. What's what are the next? I mean, as far as like long-term goals, five, ten years down the road, what are you, what are the ultimate plans for the band? I mean, I I typically can't even uh, imagine what's going to be happening three months down the road, let alone <laughs> five to ten years. No, yeah. um, but uh, I, five, you know, five to ten years. I plan to still be putting out music. You know, yeah. whether whether it's found a label by then or not. Um, I just sort of like don't know any other way to exist. Yep. Um, like just, you know, I, I'm kind of always it's, it's sort of just processing all of my thoughts into songs. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, I also have this compulsive need to express myself, even if, you know, nothing comes of it, even if I'm not, you know, changing anyone's minds or anything. I just like have this this obsessive compulsion that I need that whatever's in my brain has to get out somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I, I imagine that uh, 10 years from now, as far as this band goes, will look a lot like what's going on now, uh, plus 10 years of exposure. So whatever that means. Yeah. Well, I mean, the mu music-wise, it's there. Um, Thank you. I think all you really need is, is a little bit more elevated exposure and you guys are, you know, should hope, be. Hopefully, I, I would like to think that that is the case, Eddie. You know, I, I, I feel like judging the quality of the music that we produce is for other people and not for the author of it. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I'm not going to chime in on that. But um, yeah, I would, I would like to think that that's the case. Yeah. No, I, I think it is. Now, when you listen to music or, or a song, not necessarily your own, but any song, what stands, what is the part of the song that grabs you the most? Like, is, is it the lyrics? Is it the guitar? Is it the bass? It, it's definitely, I mean, if it's a hierarchy. So on the top would be the vocals because, you know, I'm a vocalist. Yeah. So, so, you know, you look for, you look for things that are familiar to you. So I, the number one thing is the vocal melodies or if it's, you know, Less the case if it's death metal because obviously there are, there are no melodies. Um, seconded by if if the guitars complement the vocals in a clever way, um, like you know if if you've got a really strong melody and a really strong chord progression and it's power chords or just you know a note speed pick or something like that, yeah. that's really cool. Like I I no no problem with that. Um, but if it if it is like a cool or interesting riff that also sort of expresses that chord progression, then that's like bonus. Mm -hmm. um, those are probably the two most important things. Yeah. And you know, lyrics. Uh, good lyrics are really good, but uh, you know, I'm I'm willing to tolerate some pretty awful lyrics <laughs> uh, if if they're you know if, if the song is good. I, I think there's no I, I'm willing to tolerate bad lyrics up into the point where they are expressing any sort of like racism or anything like that that's that's kind of the only point at which i get off and say like uh yeah this is yeah, yeah. i yeah not no no musical quality can make this worth it at right this point. right yeah yeah that, that's always yeah definitely a good thing um and it is kind of disappointing if you hear you know some of your bands are kind of like will will write something and you don't quite agree with the stance, but, right. you know. I, I mean, 
you know, I'm, I'm also willing to tolerate a lot of disagreements. Um, like, like, I don't care about whether or not I agree. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of European power metal um, definitely expresses religious beliefs that I don't necessarily hold. Right. Um, and luckily, I can't think of any. You know, I love all metal, but power metal is definitely my sort of core genre. And I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of any like power metal that's like racially weird. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I uh, yeah. I could definitely be blanking, but I, you know, just off the top of my head. Yeah, um, I, I don't really. You get black metal and, and some death metal, and you know, you, you do have to sort of uh, apply a little bit more. Filter to no it. discrimination. Yeah. Um, on what as to what you're listening to. Right yeah. Now. Right. Right. Yeah. No, it's it. Um. Yeah, I feel like just just metal in general doesn't really have a a place for that because you're 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 targeting one audience. You know, you're losing if you, if that's what you're going to write about. You've only got one little small area to to conquer. You know. Right. Um, well, you know, like I also think of like like Hellhammer from Mayhem was a really great example. Like, you know, he used to express views that were just horribly, horribly racist back when he was only playing Norway. Yeah. And then the minute they start touring internationally in places like, you know, the Middle East, Asia, immediately it's, you know, we we don't care what the color of your skin is <laughs> as long as you're able to rock. And it's like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. you got to, you know, you got to, you got to feed you got to buy a guitar string somewhere, so you've got to, you know, you can't really piss everybody yeah. off. Um, yeah, it's, uh, but it, it is crazy. Now, you guys listed, um, I, in one of the bios that I read, you listed um, Sabaton as an influence or as a favorite yeah. band. Yeah, you, I'm going fan? to tomorrow. Nice, I'm going, I'm actually, we're leaving for Vegas in about six, seven hours. Uh, oh, hell yeah. We're going to see him Sunday in Vegas. So nice. uh, yeah, and uh, that's oh, yeah. one of, one of the few bands that I would be willing to travel halfway across, almost all the way across the country to see. Um, are they not playing in your area? Um, they're playing in Boston uh, next month, but um, okay. it's Sabaton, it's Vegas, and uh, yeah, sure, I can't say no, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sabaton is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. And um, just a just a great um, package for those guys. Just how they do everything. I mean, somebody behind the scenes is really, really doing well with their promotion and their marketing. Um, yeah, you know, they're they're one of the one of the few bands that I feel like gets absolutely everything right in, in terms of just how to how to package themselves. Like, you know, the, their image is great. Um, they're, they're you know, they, they are a band that really understands the role of social media. And, oh, yeah. You know, they they do what I feel like metal bands should start doing, which is releasing singles more often. Yeah. Like, they release, you know, half of their album in singles before yep. the album itself dropped. Um, you know, they, they've, they've kind of, they're very much a band of today. They, you know, they yeah. get the way the music industry works today. Yeah. They get, they understand their audience, and they they play right to it. So yeah. it's yeah, it's good, good band. Um, what other bands that you um, come across recently that you find interesting or good? Oh God, well, um, Beast in Black, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're you know they're another 
Yeah. Maybe exactly five years. And, and uh, they they have done something that I feel like a lot of a lot of bands have gone a long time without doing, which is making power metal really, really unique and fresh sounding again. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, not everyone is going to be into the really like um, synth heavy, chip tunes heavy, dancey kind of sound, but they definitely listening to them is definitely a new experience and you've definitely not heard them over and over again and you know they they just are phenomenal songwriters and Giannis is like just a phenomenal singer yeah yeah, um, yeah. there's a lot of really really cool stuff going on in like I, I don't even know if it has a it has a name yet uh but what I'm calling it is symphonic death metal um like you know in fury uh shadow of intense um God, I'm going to be blanking all over the place right now. Um, it's just I, like, um, I, guess, I guess maybe Archspire would be an example, but like the, the death metal genre is really sort of the genre that's stepping everything up mm-hmm. currently. That, that, that is where a lot of the, the strongest creativity and, um, and uh, um, <laughs> blanking on the word, I know how to speak English. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, that's that's where a lot of the like um, innovation, that's the word, yeah. the, the sort of like uniqueness and innovation is in metal right now because um, that that genre is just on fire yeah. uh, at the moment. Yeah, oh yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's 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 probably the probably the most noteworthy of it. Mm-hmm. I'm also seeing in Fury pretty soon too. Nice. Now, do you guys do you guys have? Um, I mean, a lot of bands have other jobs, um, or oh, yeah. or they just do this. So you obviously you have other jobs. With other... No, not uh, haven't reached that level yet. That's, <laughs> I think that's a ways off. Um, I yeah, I'm I'm actually caretaker, which is good because I'm I'm mostly, uh, you know, my my job is mostly just to like be around people while they sleep or sit around watching TV. So I I you know get paid decently and have just infinite time to sit around editing guitar tracks and vocal tracks. Nice. Um, so it's pretty convenient, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of bands I talk to, they, they're doing well. I One guy was a high school principal. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, you know, hey, it, it is what it is, you know. Um, yeah, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, so how many... Bands that you guys have opened for, you've opened for like major bands. Um, so we opened for uh, we've opened for Michelangelo Patio, mm-hmm. opened for Hammerfall. That would probably be the most noteworthy one. Um, we opened for Raven. Nice. Uh, we're opening for uh, Warbringer in like a week and a half, I think. Nice. Um, uh, I think there's there's at least one more. I'm, I'm blanking on it right now. Yeah. So like a little bit, not not as much as I'd like to. But, yeah. Uh, and do you find like those bands are um, accepting of the you know the, the local act that's being pulled in to play with? I mean, do you, do you find them to be embracing of the up and coming bands, or are they just like ah, we're done? It, you know, it depends. Um, I've I've toured with Raven before in an old band of mine, um, so I've kind of got 
know, some existing rapport with them. They're always really cool guys. Um, uh, you know, the Hammerfall guys are really, really nice. They kind of keep to themselves. Um, uh, the Warbringer guys are, are local, so, we, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like acquaintances with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good. That's good. I, I mean, because sometimes you hear stories where brands are like, yeah, whatever, you know. But um, I feel like, I feel like at this point, you know, at this stage in, in the sort of development of metal, I feel like it's really bad business for any professional band to be like that. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it you're is. just going to, like, if you're a dick to anyone, it's going to get out. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, um, in the 80s, 90s, especially, like, in this area, if you were a metal band, you you didn't really associate with the, the punk bands or the glam bands and nobody really worked I've, together. I've heard stories about that. Yeah. You know, that's and, so weird to me. Like punk and metal just go together so yeah. well. They're like yeah. opposite sides of the same coin. I just don't I don't yeah. see why one wouldn't be embracing of the other. I mean like glam I can I can see because, you know, I guess just the 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 sort of driving attitudes are so different. Yeah. Um, you know, like glam is all about chasing success. It's all about love songs. It's about, you know, looking a certain way or as, you know, what, what we think of as metal is um, very not any of those things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, so I, I, that that, I, that makes a little more sense to me. Um, but yeah, punk and metal 